I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Messi away from Guardiol. Able to recover at least for a moment. Messi dances around, turns the corner, gets inside of him, cuts it back. This is Dirt and Sprague. In this overtime, 0-4, you can see right there from three for the Lakers. And 2-7 overall. Three, Brown, bullseye! Right between the eyes! With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Mantha centers in front. Kuznetsov had the shot. And there it is. 8-100. Alexander Ovechkin has done it! And here come the hats. And the team. <laughs> you have just witnessed the 800th goal for Alex Ovechkin. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Happy Hump Day, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? What is happening? It's December 14th, my man. It is almost there. It's almost Christmas. Has it dawned on you yet? Oh, there's... Yeah. It's there, yeah. There's a whistle in the distance. There is. There, there's, there's a feeling in the air. There's a tremble in the air. Are <laughs> you on your way to Christmas Town? I always, I crack up. I don't know why we didn't play those commercials this year. Whoever the AE was on that account didn't lock up the Christmas train. Did we lose the Christmas train account? I don't know. I haven't heard the ads. I don't. I have not heard it. I haven't either. How do we go through a December without those ads playing on our air? But I do chuckle because i just scrolling through Instagram occasionally. I'll see people posting Instagram stories from the Christmas train to... Christmas town or wherever it's going. Yeah. And I my heart warms. Really? It does. They're on a train. They got some cocoa. There's a Santa walking around. I'm like, you know what? 
There's a whistle in the dis- in the distance. It's probably not a good idea by me because we have a meeting after the show today, probably to talk about what we shouldn't be talking about on the air. Yeah, don't uh, <clears throat> just leave that one alone. <clears throat> but who did lose that account? Yeah, who did? I mean, come on, it's the Christmas train. How do we not have them back? That was like an annual staple. Did one of the other radio clusters lowball us and just go so <laughs> low that they basically gave it away for free? Because it wouldn't shock me given the other companies. The two staples that you can always get used to in December should be the Christmas train and. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I don't feel like we've played a lot of Trans-Siberian Orchestra ones. I've heard them, but I haven't heard them a lot. Their concert, I think, was earlier than normal. Ah, Oh, so it's done. I I think they've been here already. Well, that makes sense. Don't quote me on that, but I heard heard a lot of those ads around Thanksgiving. You know, last time Dirt went to that concert, it led to a divorce. It's the most awkward concert Dirt's ever been to in his life. <laughs> it was all my fault, It too. was all Dirt's fault. 100% my fault. We and don't I name names. No, but. no. I did not get divorced. I'm still happily married. Yeah. Well, you. I think you were dating, right? Yeah, I don't think we were married yet. This was a while ago. And, uh, yeah, we went on a double date to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I had a delightful time. I had never been to the TSO before. And they, they put on a great show. You know, I I don't know if it's the same place that they perform uh, that concert, but they have these uh, shows once in a while that I always want to go to, and then I forget about, and then I'm reminded the day of, Mm -hmm. and I didn't buy tickets. Like, I saw recently, not that long ago, they did, uh, they play Harry Potter. Okay. And then they have a live orchestra, so they play the actual music from the movie. So you're kind of watching two performances. You're watching the movie while you're watching the live music. They have this for Elf. Or they may have already done it already. Really? Yeah. And I always wanted to go to one of those, see what it's like. And, like, those are two movies I would go do it with. (laughs) And I just, I'm lazy. The holiday season. Let me ask you this. If you go to that, are you actually watching the orchestra? Uh, I don't know if I'm watching the orchestra, but, like, I'm observing the sounds that's coming out and, like, how cool the live music versus, like, how much does the live music overlap and drown out the movie? Yeah, that's a good question. And do they only play music in the moments like where they're pivoting scene to scene and the music kicks up real loud, and then when the dialogue starts, they stop? Well, and is it also, do they just play songs from the movie, or are they playing like a, a new soundtrack? No, I be, I be, well, I might be wrong. I've never been, but I believe they're doing music from the movie. They're okay. playing the score, the actual score from the movie, while the movie is projected yeah. on a screen above it. Okay. Yeah. Like the whole time, or is it coming and going? No, the whole time. No. The whole time. Just straight, like yeah. two or two hours straight. If the yeah. movie's yeah. two hours, yeah. okay, interesting. I've always wanted to go to one of those. Interesting. I don't know how I would enjoy that. It'd be a little distracting, but it helps if it's a movie that you've already seen because then you've seen the movie. They're a usually times. pretty well known movies. Mm-hmm. They usually do some kids ones, so there'll be like a Harry Potter movie thrown in. And Somebody then... said they did Hocus Pocus around Halloween. Yeah, yeah. that was another one that I saw. Mm-hmm. That one was kind of cool. <laughs> I've never been though. I'm... I haven't. Is it at the Schnitz? Where do they do it? At? Yeah, they I, do I it at the Schnitz. It's got to be fancy. You got to wear like a suit and tie to that thing. Eh, no, no, you got to get all dressed like to wear up. A suit and tie. No, no, wear a no. bow tie to the Schnitz. They no, let you no. into the Schnitz without a bow tie. Well, you don't have to wear a. No, okay, that's not. What I haven't been to the Schnitz since I saw Jerry Seinfeld when I was in like college. Oh, that was no. What? I went a long time ago. Well, he was here not very long he ago. He came back. I did not go to that show. It was oh, way man. too expensive. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was bad. I think me and my cousin spent 50 bucks on tickets, and we were probably like 50 rows back. Okay, well, that's not too bad. We could kind of see. We could see him. We could see Jerry. Yeah, I went a uh, long, long time ago, mm. before he had originally retired from stand-up comedy. 
And then he came back. Oh, I didn't know he had retired. Yeah, he retired. He did the whole I'm done thing. Last tour, last show. Yeah. And then I'm back. The Elton John. Hey, come see my concert. I'll never be in North America again. This is my farewell. You're never going to be able to see me again. Boy, what a great business hack that is (laughs) by companies and individuals. Like Elton John, I feel like, has told us five times he's done touring. He'll never be here again. This is it. Why does Elton John do that? Because I think it drives up interest. The same reason Michael Jordan releases, like, Jordan 9s. The nines come out. Hey, this is the most rare nines ever. You never get these again. <laughs> Not in these color schemes and or colorways. And then two years later, they release the exact same shoe. Hey, there it is. I picked up on this hack. It's why I don't buy Jordans anymore. I, don't, I like Jordans, and sometimes I'm gifted them, but I don't really care about shoes anymore because they just keep doing it to us. They keep telling us, this is it. This is the last I want to get these pair. Yeah, my argument, though, is that like Elton John is one of the biggest musical stars of all time. And if he comes to your town, it's a big deal, right? Like Elton John to me is in that category of the Rolling Stones, like right, like those kind of people. When their when their concerts show up, when Garth Brooks shows up to Portland, it's selling out. Whether he tells you it's the last show or not, you're gonna go to that show. I feel like the last concert angle works for bands that haven't been relevant in a long time. Mm. That you're like, why are they still performing? Their last album came out in 1987. This there's just their their money they're just trying to grab every penny they can yeah like those kind of bands I could see it makes sense for we're trying to drum up some interest I don't think Elton John needs any manufactured interest he's Elton John no but maybe he maybe Elton John like if Paul McCartney comes to Portland you're that's gonna a, go that's well, that's like a once in a generation concert to go see Paul McCartney whether he says this is my last time or not well maybe Elton really thought he was done and then he realized he's still standing yeah I get it for like Kiss. You know, I feel like they've done poison. the same thing. Kiss has been doing this for a couple of years. And this now. is my point. I, I I get it for Kiss. They haven't been relevant in a long time, and they're trying to grab some pennies before they're on their way mm. out the door. Interesting. Okay. So I, I think the, the bands that are not quite uh, all-timers, that are more so like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's a good band. I could see them doing it and capitalizing on it. When you went to the TSO uh, on that double date, yeah, did you feel divorce energy? <laughs> uh can you feel the? You can feel divorce energy, can, right? I think you can feel divorce energy. Did yeah. you feel it with them? Was I, there something a little like you were kind of like, hmm, that's interesting? Well, no. I, well, yeah, but I also don't know how much of it was me and my wife because I'm not a very outgoing person mm. unless I have a couple of beers. I'm pretty quiet and reserved. Okay, and my wife doesn't say a peep to anybody. Like she'll just sit there in silence. Sure. And so I there was there was at times weird energy, but I don't know how much of it was the vibes we were putting off. Do people think your <laughs> wife hates them? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, they don't say that to me, but probably. <laughs> I think I imagine that's a thing. She's just super quiet, and then I and then she, we, they leave, and we're inside the house, and it's like she won't stop talking for an hour straight. Yeah, I'm it's like, s- hey, use some of this on them, man. Right, right. They want to hear your thoughts too. I'm so self conscious of that because. Because I will do most of the talking that I feel like if she doesn't participate, people I then project how people are probably feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, his wife really doesn't like me. Well, it's also an, an it's there's a heavy lifting that needs to go on when I'm in. So when I'm in social settings, it's like I got I got to carry this for two now because she's, she's going to wander around. She's going to follow. You know, we're going to talk. We're yeah. going to be in conversations and I'm going to have to incorporate her into the mm-hmm. conversation to get her to talk. Swag, do you do you think you can feel divorce energy from people if it's prior to? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to ask all of my friends since I've been through it. 
Well, you don't have anybody that's been divorced. Well, I wasn't trying to ask about your Me. personal divorce. I, you have no friends that have been divorced? Uh, my close friends? No. See, that's the odd thing for me, and and probably you too, because we're we're start we're getting closer and closer to ages. <laughs> They'll start happening. Somebody's, you know, somebody in my life statistically is going to get divorced. I just, I don't know who it is. There's I don't know why it there, is. Yeah. yeah, the percentages. <clears throat> and God, I got something in my throat. <laughs> uh, we sound terrific this morning. I have been constantly phlegmy for two weeks. Yeah. It's the oh. it's the most annoying. I got thing. that sinus crap over the weekend, but I feel much better. Today. Oh, I feel fine. I just can't yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's a lot of that. We're doing a lot of that today. Yeah, we need good old fashioned brass platoons right now. I'm drinking and, uh, so much tea. I've taken Mucinex. Yeah. I've drinking way too much water. I mean, there I, there's nothing I can do. It's just going to go away when it chooses to go away. Yes. But we are at an age where some of our friends are going to get divorced. It's going to happen eventually. We're getting we're getting to that point. Because what do they say? The majority of them happen after, what is the statistic? I think it's three years, isn't it? I think there's a lot that happened early on. Like right away you realize, oh, God, we made a big mistake here. Let's get out of this. And then there's probably, what do they call it, like the seven-year the itch? seven-year itch. Seven-year itch. So when you get to seven, that's probably the time when people are going to start bolting. Uh, so what do you think the average marriage length is? In the United States? Yeah. What? It's a 50% hit rate on marriage. Yeah, but something I you could have people that are married for seventy years. I know, but the average—it's probably around ten years. Ten years. Okay. I'll say fifteen years. You guys were not, not right. Uh, it is exactly seven to eight. Seven to eight uh, years. The seven-year itch. Yeah, okay. that's, that's the, a real thing. That's the average marriage length. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going on uh, year three. I just got done with year ten. So you already made a pass. Look at you. Yeah, but. I have more experience in my life with people divorcing randomly at a much later date. Like out of nowhere after 20 years of being married, you're just like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, that happened to my aunt and uncle. Like I I visited my aunt for the first time in a while and I brought my now wife and I was like, hey, how's life? And she just starts crying. She's like, well, we're getting divorced. I'm like, what? Where the hell did that come from? You've been married for 58 (laughs) years. What? It's out of nowhere. There's a time and place, right? Like there's a time I think where I won't, not that I'm even thinking about it, but like there's got to be a timeline where it just, it's, it is what it is. You know, even if you're not the happiest person in the world. Yeah. You're just kind of, we're in this together. What's the the point? What's the point of getting divorced so late in life? (laughs) Right. We only got so many years left. Just be miserable together. You might as well have somebody there to be miserable with. Yeah. So I've I've already passed this average length here. Well, look at you, man. Congratulations. Thank you. You're better than most Americans. Well, let's hold that opinion. I think you are. You have no idea what's going to happen the next five years. Well, that's true. But you already made it past the, the average distance. You're already better than average. And that's all we can ask for in life, is it not? I'm competitive. Competitive enough and petty enough to really take in the marriage statistics to never get divorced. Oh, you don't think I can stay married for huh? 20 years? Huh? All right, I'm going to be married for 20 years. You don't think I can fake being happy for 38 years? You watch. You watch. Yeah, I don't have any, I don't think I have any friends that have been divorced yet. I have a couple of family, like cousins that have been divorced. And that, and for the most part, you knew it right away. Like it was obvious the second the wedding happened, like this is not going to last, but congratulations. You know, I have I have family that I would look at and say, that's not healthy. That's not a healthy situation. Uh, it in no way has benefited you at all. And then I have friends that I don't really see it. But here's the kicker. I'm not, I don't know if I'm close enough to my friends to even identify it. 
Yeah, how how often do you do couples related activities? Not very. Yeah, we did some. We did like an escape room in October. That's the same with me. Yeah. I text somebody's, uh, but like the older I'm getting, the older my kids are getting, the more it's just like lives are separating. You <laughs> You're know what just I mean? Spreading further and further out. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, who's your best friend? Well, it's my dog. <laughs> this is all I got, man. I'm taking him on walks every day. He's great. My best friend is whoever chooses to golf with me that day. <laughs> That's my best friend. It is so true, though, with the, the friends groups, because I, I mainly only see my buds when we play golf or like, go oh, grab a drink. Like that's about like, hey, let's go get right. a beer or we're playing golf and that's it. I, we don't do couples activities. And I feel like if we did, you might get a better sense of it if you got together with the wives as well. Because I do think there's tips and energies that you can pick up on. But I, I knew you as a single guy. And, you did, and yeah. you used to share all the time about like going and getting drinks with your buds, especially in the holiday season, the night, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, you know Christmas time. You'd always talk about, oh well, we went out to the saloon and we got <laughs> home at three a.m. I'd imagine that's not happening for you anymore. Oh God, that is so far gone. So you say get drinks? That used to be a regular thing for you. How often is that happening? Uh, once every three to four months. Yeah. Probably. See? You yeah, wait till you get ki- If you get kids. Oh, it's even further away from that. I posted a thing to my buddies. None of them have kids. One of them's married. Uh, and it was just a funny thing of like, friendships as you get older basically turn into, hey, we haven't seen each other in a while. Let's catch up. And then six months have gone by. <laughs> and then you don't catch up. And you haven't caught up. <laughs> well, yet. see, now all my friends, the kids are off to, almost off to college, almost done with college. Yeah, you're hitting the other side of it now. So I'm hitting the other side of it. So, yeah. So it's so like, you're diving back into the friend pool. So we're, yeah, far more like my buddy. We're going up for the Seahawks 49ers game. And, you know, you, you're, you're going to that game, too. Yeah, my buddy who has you Seahawks. You guys are both going to be at that game? Yeah. Where the hell was the invite, huh? You got um, extra tickets laying around? No, my buddy who has Seahawks season tickets had an extra ticket. And so uh, he was like. So he's just going to ditch you. Yeah. So it's you and Jordan on Friday, Yeah, Dirk. what the hell, man? I want to go to an NFL game. I've only been to one NFL game in my life. That'll be the second Seahawks game I've been to I this year. I almost got in a fight. <laughs> well, that's because you brought your Oregon Ducks into it. Well, you know. Yeah. When that happens, you get too passionate. Don't have your quarterback be a rapist. It's not my fault. I had somebody text me yesterday and goes, yo, your coach really got fired up randomly. And I go, I know. He does. I don't know where that came from. What did from. I get fired up about? That's a non-conference both... schedule. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Both Dirt yeah. and I have that in common. <laughs> we'll just kind of be humming along and then there'll be some well, weird. Hold on. Can I call a timeout here? That's because you guys have me, myself, and Irene syndrome. You guys just bottle your anger and never show it. Yeah, this is true. I internalize all my problems. I I saw one of our P1s said that uh, they were throwing a challenge flag at my non-conference take. Yeah. And I didn't quite get what that was in reference to. Well, so, I mean. Was he trying to argue that Oregon State had a harder non-conference schedule than Oregon last year? No, I think his point is, like, they didn't play absolute slappies. They didn't play, like, (laughs) South Alabama three times. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think Boise State, Fresno State. Hell, I wouldn't have been surprised if Montana State would have Stop beaten it. Colorado this year. That's right? not a barometer that you should. No, lean but on. but your Colorado would be the worst team at any level they played in. You're probably right, <laughs> but I think the point is your point was that they weren't playing a Power Five school. <laughs> no, see, and I wasn't really criticizing their non-conference schedule this year. It was more so next year. Oh, I know. Like that, I didn't. I don't think I even said anything about their non-conference. I think schedule. you did. Okay. I, you need to go back. You kind of ranted a little bit. You surprised me. It just well, came out of nowhere. Like, I did. Oh. Well, I did rant because I mean, playing Georgia is a little different than playing Fresno State and Boise State. I don't know the difference. I mean, sure. Yeah, they were the Mountain West champions, and one's going to be a national champion. It's totally the same thing. Montana State was a really good lower-level FCS team, right? That's totally the same. They got to the final. <laughs> Did they? We scored 10 tutties on that team. Did they there. get to the final? Is anybody watching that? Well, they got to the final last year. The semifinal FCS, this year? 
FCS playoffs are still going on. I don't know who's still in it. I think not. they got to the semis. I think Sacramento State knocked them out. <laughs> okay. And then Sac State lost their coach to Stanford. There you go. So there you go. Uh, all right. Well, we got Mike Yam today at 730. We'll talk to the Yammer. Uh, we got I got one leftover leech story I want to share that I didn't get to um, that I think is just absolutely a gem. And so I may get to that coming up next. And we got a lot of odds and ends to get to today. We got the mail or the status story at 815 as well. It's going to be a busy show, a loaded show. Dirt and Sprague back with more on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast uh god bless duck fan beaver fan any sports fan that digs into the social media of athletes (laughs) and says what does this mean he posted it on his instagram 10 minutes ago who posted what? Uh, nothing. It was nothing of substance. It just I appreciate that fans do it because I, I get wind of it. I'm not going to follow a million athletes <laughs> on my social media. I don't care to see it. Right. And I like when I'm on our show account, I see all these Duck fans and Beaver fans. <laughs> and yesterday I saw a Duck fan post Bucky Irving's story. What does this mean? Uh-oh. What did he post? Well, what could it have been? Is he leaving? It was him at a restaurant with oh. Bo Nix and, uh, you know, Oh, maybe it's a Bo Nix thing. Bo Nix is back. He's eating with Bucky Irving. Boom. Yeah. Well, Forsyth, the offensive lineman, and it was <laughs> the caption was basically like, "Thanks for everything. It's it's been a real joy." And everyone's like, oh, "Is he leaving? Oh, he's is leaving Bo Nix leaving? Who's leaving? Is this just because there's senior offensive lineman there? <laughs> Somebody Forsyth is definitely leaving. I don't think he has any eligibility left. He cannot come back. It is true. Uh, uh, yeah, so yesterday we had the Mike Leach stuff break during our show. Yes, we did. We almost we live in a different world. Uh, Primetime doesn't know we exist, and <laughs> noon to three 
is like three hours after we're gone. Yes, we are long gone by the time anybody else arrives. It's basically two different radio stations at this point. <laughs> Morning station and everybody else station. Yes, that's kind of what it's boiled down to. But So we, we talked about Mike Leach, and we talked about him for quite a bit. But there was a story that came out yesterday, right after our show. I saw this right after we signed off, and I'm like, great. Glad we're done at 9 a.m. And it's from our good friend Kyle Bonagura of ESPN. Okay. I thought he had one of, if not the best, story shared. He said, R.I.P. Mike Leach. I'm going to read this real quick. Quick story. I text him once about asking about the best prank he had seen in college football. He immediately calls me. I'm glad you asked. So um, uh, this one time, he shares a couple stories, and after like 15 minutes, I hear the distinct sound of a whistle. Mike, where are you right now? I ask. Oh, I'm just at practice. Uh, I can let you go. This isn't that important. He responds, are you kidding me? So where was I? Oh, yeah. And the man picks right where he left off, offering story suggestions while coaching practice for another 20 minutes. <laughs> another time at a Pac-12 media day, him and Adam Rittenberg, Kyle Bonagura, were talking to Mike Leach. He was the last scheduled interview before lunch, and it was supposed to be about 10 minutes. Obviously, it didn't go just 10 minutes. It went longer. He said, I was driving. I was living in L.A. at the time. Uh, or Bonagura says that to Leach. Mike goes, I went to law school at Pepperdine and was familiar with the area that Bonagura had lived in. In law school, Mike Leach played in a weekly touch football game somewhere off uh, Sepulveda Pass. We had all these characters out there, but there was this one guy. The guy stopped showing up. It was noticeable, but not unusual because regulars would drop out. But then Mike started seeing the suspect sketches in the newspaper. That looked a lot like him. <laughs> I don't remember the timeline or if Leach even told us that part, but eventually a picture of the man from the pickup football games Leach played in showed up in the newspaper and he had been arrested. Turns out he was a serial killer. And then Leach was dragged away from the end of the interview. Turns out Bonagura followed up on this thread, which went How do you not? Viral. Yeah. And he says the serial killer Leach was talking about is almost certainly Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Wow. Mike Leach played touch football with in law Night school Stalker? with the Night Stalker in Los Angeles. <laughs> what? what a life. What? what a mother bleeping life. It was so fun yesterday to revisit all the great audio clips and Pac-12 mascot fights and his takes on golf and marriage. And everybody was tweeting him out. I think the, my favorite one that I've forgotten, it was hard for us because – it happened five minutes into the show, and so where you're kind of caught off guard. You don't know what's going to happen or not. And other shows, I think, had the ability to go through and play some audio and kind of plan out what they wanted to do later in the day. The the one that I had kind of forgotten about that I loved reading was the time he was at Oklahoma, and he planted a fake call sheet. Oh, I remember that one. And yeah. they totally fooled Texas, and he was so proud of his deceivery or whatever the word would be, and they jumped out to a 17 nothing lead, and it just that, that one reminded me of some of those great – folklore stories of college football that you hear and you're like, God, that's awesome that people, not only did you think about it, you executed it, and then you got away with it and you ended up winning the game because you did it. There was a player that played for him years ago and uh, he basically brought the player into his office to say, hey, you're not going to play. You're third string at best. I, I, I do think you're really smart. I'd love you to be a GA. I think that'd be a good path for you. The player got really pissed, slammed something on his desk, turned around, screamed at him, slammed the door, left. Player comes back the next day, reconsiders, says, you know what? Fine, I'll do it. That player was Lincoln Riley.
Worked out okay for him. Turned out okay for Leaky Brain. I think, I think he's having an okay career. And uh, that leads me into the next segment. You did something yesterday that upset people. Ah, yes, I did. And I... What's I, new? I got, well, <laughs> I had to side with the people on this one, too. Oh, God. Well, I didn't know the context. You don't tell me when you post poll <laughs> questions. So we'll get to that. I'll tell you what it is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So last night I'm doing some show stuff, and I see you put a poll question out there. And it says, what was the bigger sports story for you today? And you only put two options on there, and it was Messi reaching the World Cup final as Argentina beats Croatia. Yes, they won yesterday. He was quite good in that game. That's what I hear. That's what the kids tell me. And now Argentina's in the final, and they await the winner between Morocco and France, and we'll see what happens there. Go Morocco. Has Messi ever been to a World Cup final? No. Uh, so we got a listener that says you're wrong on that. Give me just a second here. He hasn't been to a final? I don't think so. Give me just a second. <laughs> Hold it. Hold it. Don't anybody look at me, because I sure as hell don't know the answer. Uh, somebody tweeted us yesterday. I have to get past all these people making fun of Dirt's poll question here. <laughs> it was not a bad poll question. People just need to play the game. We live in a society of rules, okay? Observe the rules. Give me, God damn, I can I, I, why am I have to scroll this far back? How many uh, world How many World Cups has Messi played in? I don't know. This is his fifth. Fifth World Cup. So who who got to the final? I think somebody tweeted us. Maybe they deleted it, so they're wrong. Okay, twenty fourteen. Who was in the final in twenty fourteen? Twenty fourteen. Argentina was in the final. Okay. Oh, they were. So they, they lost were. to Germany. Yeah. You, they they basically said you keep saying on your updates eighty six. Uh, that's not that was true. last. Time they were they also won it. in the nineteen ninety. Yeah. And lost go. to West Germany. God, what a time. West Germany. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Anyways, uh, okay. Argentina waits the winner to see who we who's going to be the best in the world. Yes. And then Ovechkin got his 800th goal last night. Yes, he did. Can Don't, we play the call real quick? I want to make, like, this was horrible. Well, hold on. Okay. So... Those were your only two options of what was the bigger sports story for you today, and that led off basically everybody saying Leach, Leach, Leach. Yes, Mike Leach dying was obviously the biggest sports story of the day. But you obviously. But your question is, what's the bigger sports story for you today? Of these two options, what was the bigger deal for you? But people didn't want to play those two options because people are stupid and they need to play by the options they're they're given. Okay, I guess we talked about Mike Leach at length on the show yesterday. We did already again this morning. It was a tragic, terrifying, horrible story. And it was obviously the biggest thing in American sports yesterday. Mike Leach was an icon. He was beloved by everybody. Sure. 
these were two off-the-beaten-path niche stories, and I was just curious, did anybody pay attention to Ovechkin getting 800 goals, and did anybody well, care that Messi made a World Cup final? I, I don't know if this is going to make you feel any way. Swag doesn't have the call, by the way, which is... This, oh, he has it. It's in the open, but he just got to get it. Well, it's stunning that, you know what I mean? Like, I just would have thought this is a big day, big, big day for you two. He's the third player in NHL history to get to 800 goals. I hate to say this to you guys, <laughs> but... Nobody cares. I know. Messi reaching the World Cup is absolutely got a lot of attention. Ovechkin, I didn't even know he was close to 800. I didn't know this was happening. I didn't even know he played last well, night. Well, that's because the NHL season isn't once every four years, Brandon. All right? Getting angry now. The people that didn't, the people that refuse to participate in poll questions drive me nuts. Okay, every single one of you. I'm looking at all of you. I love you. Thank you for listening to the show, but I hate you at the same time. Just answer the damn question. And if you don't want to answer the damn question, you don't have to answer the damn question. You just scroll past. I gave you two options. I was just curious. What was bigger on your radar? Where's the Lakers blowing their fourth quarter lead? Where's I sent that? this before that game was over when they were down by 20 points. How dare you? Did the Celtics actually end up losing that game? No, Celtics won. They, they went to overtime. Oh, okay, the Lakers won like a 30. One to five run took like a double digit lead. Almost made Chuck look really bad because he had a great halftime rant about how the Lakers suck. And then the Celtics closed the game on like a seventeen four run, went to overtime, and the <laughs> Lakers played stupid. They did, and the Celtics won again. Good. The Lakers losing always warms my heart. So there you go. And that does not belong in the same category as Messi reaching a World Cup final for evidently the second time in his career, hmm. and Alexander Ovechkin becoming the third player all time to get to eight hundred. That it was on ESPN last night. It was on national television. Well, I was watching the Bucks Warriors and then I watched That game Lakers. was horrible. Why were you watching that? It was a blowout. Well, you never know when the Warriors are truly out of a game and it's, a it's Giannis. I mean, why were you watching Lakers Celtics? That thing wasn't interesting until there was 8 minutes left in the game. I don't know who it is, but there is going to be some individual that when LeBron actually does walk away, you're going to go I don't think I watched enough LeBron. I'm not doing that. I don't have that problem. Okay. LeBron's going to retire and I've watched most of LeBron's games in his career. I'm doing the same thing to Giannis. When Giannis plays, I have it on. It's well, on a small screen, a big screen, a medium screen. I don't know, but I have Giannis on all the time. This is what Ovechkin accomplished last night is what LeBron is doing right now. Like, it's one of those, like, did we ever think somebody would touch Kareem? Probably not. LeBron is now encroaching on that territory, and he will get there at some point in the coming weeks. Ovechkin's not there yet. He's still 94 goals away from getting Gretzky. But he's going to hang on. He's not going. Hockey players can play until they're 75 years old. Yarmir Yarmir Yager is still playing. He's like 55. Yager still plays? He plays overseas, not in the NHL oh. anymore, but he's still playing overseas. He's really? still hanging on. So Ovechkin is going to hang in Washington until he passes this record. Yeah, I, the I mean, I just the record just doesn't resonate with me. I'm not the diehard hockey I guy. I get it. But, I get it. But I ask you this question. You say it means something to LeBron. I don't know. He was caught on a video recently talking to a fan courtside. He said, hey, man, you going to cry when you break that record? And he turns and he goes, cry? No. I'll cry if we win a championship, though. Interesting. And I want to ask you this, because maybe Ovechkin's in this, maybe he's not. Can LeBron, for people... Is there is there a point where when you do the GOAT debate, and I'm not trying to do that right now, but it's an ongoing thing, right? Is there a thing in that debate where if you hold the records, that is just an element of the debate that is thrown in and it almost settles the score? Because no, I think, you know the answer to this question. Well, no, no I, I, I know I'm not going to convince a Michael Jordan guy or girl to switch. I'm just asking, like, if LeBron retires and holds almost all the records that matter... I mean, that's a pretty good art. Like, he said this himself. It's it's basically the argument. It's like when you look at career, 
Who had the better career? Now, people are going to instantly say, well, who has more titles? Probably it's going to be Jordan, right? You'd put your money on Jordan. Yeah, LeBron needs to win three more to top that. But LeBron it's unlikely to happen at this point. LeBron could hold some pretty substantial records. He did it for much longer. Like, I, I think a good comp here is Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is my all-time favorite player. He's largely considered the goat at his position. Yes. You cannot physically argue that Jerry Rice is the best to play that position, though. There's at least six guys you'd pick over physically that play it. Like Terrell Owens, his old teammate, physically a better specimen than Jerry Rice. Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson. Like, you can just rattle off some dudes that you know physically what we're seeing Justin Jefferson do right now. Like, some of these guys are just built slightly better than Jerry Rice. But Rice is the GOAT because he holds the records. Well, and he's got five Super Bowls, too. I think he's got four. Oh, was he not there for the it's first one? It's either three or four. He didn't have the first couple with the Niners. He came a little in the mid-80s. Okay, I'll Google that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, I'm more asking, can can the amount of significant records change the status of an athlete? Uh, the answer should be yes. The answer will be no because people are not nuanced and are unwilling to accept new information. I don't think people are not nuanced. I just think... I, I think our opinions on certain athletes and individuals are crystallized. Yeah, you're right. You only won three Super Bowls. He yeah. wasn't there for the first two, huh? He almost won four, but the Raiders got their ass kicked. Yeah, he got to another one. Uh, I People people crystallize their opinions early, and are, no, no new information will change it. Like, this is the way we operate in society. We're now. just programmed. Like, yes. This is the opinion. This and is the opinion, changing. and it will never change. Mm. And no new nuance, no new context. Nothing will ever okay. allow people to switch their minds. I would imagine a guy breaking a record that I thought I would never see broken in the NBA would change some folks to say, damn. That's pretty impressive, and maybe he is the greatest basketball player of all time. He's done this for 20 years. And he's won four championships, and, yeah. you know. Four but MVPs. And won championships with three different teams. Yeah. And, you know, but no. Yeah, Cleveland, their first title forever. <laughs> you know the answer to that is no. I know. I, well, People I, hate that guy, and there's yeah. literally nothing that he could do. He could win the next five NBA championships, which clearly won't happen because the Lakers suck butt this year. Yeah. They could win the five. He can win the fi- next five finals and be the finals MVP five straight times, and it still won't allow people to change their minds. Oh, I don't know about that. Five it still pretty... will not. He Nine? could end his career with 10 titles, and people would say, well, he won 10 and 0. Won 10 and 0. I mean, he lose. But his record would be over 500 in the final. Doesn't matter. So. He's not clutch, Brandon. He's okay. not clutch. Okay. All right. okay. He doesn't have a clutch gene, and he passes the ball in clutch situations. Uh, tell non-hockey guy why we should care about Ovechkin becoming the third. Dude, he's player. the third. This is the third guy to ever do this. Like that's a massive thing. If when we have the third, how many guys have hit 700 home runs in baseball history? Like three or four. Like, four now, right? This with is tools? four now. With four. Tools. So this is the equivalent of hitting yeah. 700 home runs in Major League Baseball. That was a that was a monumental thing when Pujols did that. But did you feel like see? We talked about this in the moment. I didn't feel like Pujols got his flowers when he did it. See, and I did. I thought I was I was glued to it. I don't you know. You were glued to it, but yeah. I'm saying like, was the coverage? It wasn't what it didn't feel like. It was Aaron Judge coverage. Well, because yeah. And that's sure. that's a bigger achievement to me than his. That's a whole other side conversation. Dingers. It is because it's you have to do it for an entire career. It's a whole different conversation though because 700 is not technically a record, and there are some people that want to pretend that 62 is a record, and that's why we cared about Aaron Judge. But both of them were awesome. I don't want to put one down over the other. This is a huge deal. And Ovechkin's one of the greatest players of all time. He's won a Stanley Cup. He's been around forever. Another 20-goal season. Like, to get to 800, it's, it's Wayne Gretzky, it's Gordie Howe. Before last night, they were the only two. And now he's the third with 800. Can he pass Gordie Howe? 
Yeah, yeah. Jordy, he's at, like he's at 801. He'll pass him His in like a week. His next one will tie and two to pass him. <laughs> yeah. Literally didn't know. And he will be second all time in the matter of probably five games, Did maybe? you watch it live? Uh, I did not see it live, but I watched like 80% of this game. He had a hat trick last night. Mm. He scored four, yeah. or or what would it be, 797, 798, or no, 798, 799, and 800. There you go. I'm not good at numbers. Did you so watch it? No, but that's because I was attending my nephew's basketball game because it was in my neighborhood. How dare you? How dare you? I thought you were a hockey fan. Did you get the call? Do we have the call available? It's uploading. Okay. I It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, Chelios so and Chelios Messier. and Messier were in the booth with Levy. Awful. Levy was all dialed up for it. And he yes. was ready to go. And che- I think it was Chelios stepped all over Took him. a steaming dump all over his call. Mm. Like, that's a big moment for Steve Levy to call that. That's a highlight that gets played on loop. 800 goals. Pretty monumental moment for his career, and Chelios just said, here, I'm going to pull my pants down and poop all over it. Will Levy get another chance with 802? <laughs> I, I don't know if they're going to be on ESPN for 802. I don't know who's got their next game. No, maybe it's the local call. Who knows? I didn't even know this was going on. And, and I, didn't, I didn't watch the World Cup. Uh, well, I did not watch the, the World Cup. The World Cup either. game was, it was all Argentina. They were they dominant. They kicked their ass, didn't they? Yeah. Messi was brilliant. I saw 2-0, and it was like, the Croatia, hey, Croatia's a tough team. They won't go away. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. They've, they've had a couple of those moments. I was more upset that I've, I've cited before the Croatian gal. Yeah, the model. Miss Croatia. Yeah. Basically was asked, what do you, what's your celebration or what do you plan to do if they beat Argentina today? And she goes, these clothes won't be on. And basically the entire country of America was like, go Croatia. Now I hate Messi. <laughs> I had no reason to hate Messi. Yeah. Now I hate Messi. Messi was brilliant. Robbed us of that? Are you kidding me? Really? Messi? Take one for the team. Don't uh, you think, though, you can? she can find another reason to take her clothes off? No. Oh. I think is, that was kind of it for her. This okay. was it. She was the star of the World Cup. I really wanted to see it. it <laughs> you weren't the only one. Uh, the World Cup would solidify Messi over Ronaldo, would it? Yes or no? I don't know how that works in soccer. Yes. It would. Yes. Okay. Okay. Ronaldo's never won one either? No. Okay. His no. little bitch ass walked out the field crying. Ha <laughs> ha! There are some that would say this would, if he wins the World Cup, could cement him as the greatest player ever. Oh. Over over who? Wait. Oh. Pelé. <laughs> Pelé. <laughs> Still not ready to walk that one back, are nope. you? Uh, all right. Well, we got to get going. Your poll question pissed everybody off. It was now my manual Answer the question, damn it. Answer the question. I heard he did a full. Oh, crap. We got to go. Yeah, I, I don't Acho did a full retraction on Herbert. Uh, he did and he didn't. He basically was like, I won't say anything until week 18. Oh, okay. I won't say anything until they play in the playoffs. Like, he, it was a walk back. Good for the Chargers, though, not giving him a field pass. I was happy about that. All right. 646. We got a lot more to get into. Dirt and spray on Yeah, stepped on his toes for a pretty big one. Pretty big call. And just right there it is. Yeah, we know. Chelios, we're watching the game. There's a guy just went to the restroom during the break. There's a guy at our door. So we have like double security doors. So you need key fobs for both. And there's a guy on the very outside, like outside of the building. And he looks professionally dressed. But I don't recognize him at all with Odyssey. And he's knocking on the door. And I'm just like looking at him. And it was an awkward like, I don't know you. I don't know you, and I don't want to get in trouble. And I also didn't have my key fob on me, so I put up the one one minute, you know, one moment uh, finger there. You gave him the one moment, I'll be right back. You gave him a false sense of hope. I, it's better you than, had no plan. You should have just ignored him. 
So I'm supposed to make eye contact with somebody and then just walk away as they're clearly yeah. indicating they need to be let in the building? Yeah, just keep going. Just keep moving. Okay. This is going to be really awkward if this happens to be an employee of ours that we don't know, uh, or a coworker, I should say. There's a few employees that I don't know that we work with. I don't know, like 75%. I told you, here. it's two different stations. <laughs> we do our morning show. Nobody is here ever. And then we leave, and by like 10 a.m., it becomes a company again. We do have a weird thing going on with our key fobs because... We we have to have key fobs because we're here so early. For people that come at a normal time, that like the majority of people that work here don't have key fobs. And it's basically like an honor system of like, hey, can somebody come let me in when I get there? And I don't know if that's ever going to get resolved or not. Like I had to let our bo- our boss boss in the other day. I was walking back from the bathroom and she was standing out there and I was like – she waving, still doesn't have a way to get. Still doesn't building. have a way to get into the building. She she manages everybody here, and she does not have a way to get into the building. She could pick her phone out of her pocket, call you directly outside of the building, not being let in, and say you're fired. Yeah. and you are fired, and yet she still can't get into the building. She still can't get into the building. That is an amazing feat. I'm gonna say, oh yeah, I'm fired. I'm gonna go sit down in your <laughs> office. I'm gonna put my feet up on the table. I don't think that'd be. Good. That wouldn't be a good idea. Uh, well, Swag just went to go. Tend to the person outside of the building. I wanted to get to a Jim. Have you ever heard Jim Gray get uncomfortable? Uh, no, but I imagine Jim Gray's a guy that's pretty easy to make uncomfortable. He's got a lot of swag in him. Yeah. Like, I'm not cool talking about a lot of stuff. And if you say a joke that's a little colorful, I'm going to awkwardly laugh and move on. You and I have an ability to laugh at almost anything. People making fun of us, yeah. people tweeting, you know, sexual reference, whatever. I'm an idiot. Swag doesn't have that. No, he does not. He's got the, uh, if I talk about something goofy, this usually doesn't work well when you're gone, too, and it's just me and Swag, because I'll think something's funny, and Swag's, like, half paying attention. (laughs) It's like, there's nothing there. I'm not getting any response. But yesterday, Swag, by the way, has not come back yet, so he might have gotten murdered. Dude, what if that guy was? What if he was coming to take us all down? Hopefully Swag didn't take his key fob with him. Well, I think you have to. He had to get back in. (laughs) That's, That's true. I would hope he would go to the glass and give it a, like a look, like let's take a peek here and see. Swag knows more people around here than we do. He was at the holiday party. He he's here a little bit later than us sometimes. Should I go check on him? I'm a little worried about him right now. Yeah. Now that you're throwing that out, there. unless he let somebody in and then he went to go like run and take a dump or something real quick. All right, you go check. I'm gonna go check. We don't know if there's a <laughs> there could be an intruder in the building. Do we have like a stranger danger? Is there a desk that we can hide under here? We have no clue what's going on this morning. So if you just joined us, there's a guy standing outside the studio. Or not outside the studio, but outside the He's like glass doors. Which shout out to the building uh, construction folk because they were laying down salt for us in the parking lot the other day. So I want to give a tip of the cap to that. But there's these glass doors that you look in. And then there's another set of glass he's doors. He's alive. He, he's alive. Okay. He's alive. And the guy is just he's standing outside the outside glass doors. It's a delivery. Oh, it's a delivery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was delivery. It's so delivery. he showed me on his little uh, little iPad there. <laughs> I saw Jeff McGinley's name, and I'm like, okay, I understood what it was. So, did he not? Did he just hold up a package? You know? No, no, no. He had on his little like tablet, and it said delivery to here, per Jeff McGinley. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Well, now I feel worse. Yeah. So I yeah, a delivery guy. Wait, and you're I a real jackass. I don't know if I'd say I'm a jackass. I didn't. I I had him show me through the glass door before I opened it, the outer door. Well, I'm waiting for a package. It's supposed to be coming at some oh. point. Ricky Williams was going to send us some stuff. Ah, oh, oh, cool. <laughs> for missing our interview on yeah. uh, what was that? What was that Black Friday? Hey, thanks, thanks, Ricky. His guy was like, "Yo, do you?" He felt really bad. Do you guys? Do you like cannabis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, we do. Hey, I'm just glad that everybody's alive. Look at us. We yeah. made it through. I was a little I was a little worried some there. We say that maybe a Beaver fan was really upset with my non-conference takes yesterday, and he was coming to atone the message. No, the one guy had a safety vest on, so I was like, all right, what's going on here? But Well, if it was a Beaver fan, they'd have blown right past Swag and myself and just... It was a... Yeah, uh, they would have come in with a chainsaw. It was a duck lightning... No, 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 Yeah, it was a duck lightning safety vest, not oh, okay. an orange one, so... Right. He's good. He's one good. of the 15 duck colors they have. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I didn't get to it. Okay, let's get to this. We have a lot of NFL to get to. Mikey M's going to join us at 7.30. Yeah, we got takes coming in on Pele, too, by the way. Do he said he's a complete fraud. Pele. Pele's a Pele? He only Pele. had insane stats because he played against mailman and janitors. Wow. Messi or Ronaldo oh. in that day scored twice as many goals. I like the take. Yeah, we're going J.J. Redick. Yeah. I love that take. Uh, Pele, not the goat, suddenly. I like Pele. Pele, as Swag would call Pele. him. Pele's a fraud. All right, so hour number two, uh, Jim Gray feels uncomfortable, and it's amazing. And then also something that happened this past weekend that was explained that I think needs to be heard. So hour number two, we'll start there. Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 